Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast with Ty Evans. This is not Ty Evans, <laughs> but we have a very cool crew of people here to ask Ty a bunch of questions. So we have a panel of clinic participants and hosts, as well as Sky Evans, all here to grill Ty. <laughs> so we're going to just take this as far and fast as we can. Um, I think we're going to open up with... Lisa Taka. Well, let's introduce everybody. Lisa Hi. Taka is here. She's the host of how many clinics are you the host of? A whole bunch? Uh, the Wickenburg Clinic at the Boyd Ranch Mule Days and two semi-privates in Sedona, Arizona. And then we got Megan Mensing, who hosts Gunnison, Colorado, right? Yep. Longest running clinic. Yep. And from what I hear, the funnest clinic. Absolutely. That's, and the best seems to be potluck. Absolutely. And then Sky Evans is here, of course. Yeah. She mm -hmm. just keeps things in line. She's the <laughs> she's the master of it all. And we've got Bentley White here too. Say hello, Bentley. The hello, everybody. The intern. Bentley is yeah. Bentley's the intern. I, I was yep. really shooting to be the intern, but Bentley beat me to it. <laughs> you can be assistant to the intern. I can be an assistant to the assistant intern. to the intern. Bentley is about one of the nicest young men you'd ever meet, and one of the handiest uh, cult starters and trainers that I I've got to work with. So. We've got a good group here together. So Lisa's always got questions. So we're going to start with Lisa asking Ty some questions, and then we're just going to work our way around. Um, so I'd say my first question is the why. Why do you do what you do for all of us? Because we all That's a good question. We all are so mm -hmm. grateful for all of the education, advice, support, and um information you give to us well it's the same reason that sky married me uh, for the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. where is it well done. <laughs> no uh we all know it's definitely not for the money but no i, I just i love helping people um so so we're fit we're recording this right after our cult starting and, and we're not doing a cult starting debrief here we're going to do that later uh, so we can talk crap on you guys without you here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Might be fun with them here. Yeah. Uh, no, just like this week, watching all these cults, watching all the people, watching everybody make those changes. And, uh, you know, I when I used to train for the public, it was all about the, the mule, you know, training the mule all the time, trying to help the mule be better. <clears throat> but I didn't care a whole lot about the people. Um or I didn't realize I needed to care about the people. I just do my job and send them home. And sometimes people are happy. Sometimes they complain and I just, you know, whatever. But uh, the more I realized that the people were, were what really needed the help. That, you know, I've you guys have all heard me joke and say, I would call them a humanship clinic. But nobody would sign up for those. Mm -hmm. So I got to say mealmanship. But, it, you know... I've learned that if you help the person, you help the meal. So that's that's really the main thing. Help the person, you help the meal. That's good. Yeah. That's a great question. So we always wonder if uh, I always wonder that too. You know why why I follow this, or you know probably everybody gets to kind of think about why do we follow the things that are taught, and why do we work at this so hard and continue to go to clinics and do all these things. So it's kind of a you know that's deep. We appreciate. Appreciate all that you do and that you do it for us. You know, the other thing is for the mules is once you once you get a taste of this stuff, you just have to share it. You know, when when you when you realize what this will do for the mule, and 
the results that if you work at it, what you can get, it's, it's huge, you know, and, and I, and I want to share it. And, and as I'm learning more, you guys, you guys all know me well, I'm always learning, I'm trying to learn all the time to come share more with you. So you get a taste of this stuff. You got to share it. Yeah. Can't be selfish. Right. That's always good. We appreciate it. And we have to keep coming back because you learn it. And we come to a clinic and say, when did he change that? <laughs> yeah, Shane said. So we got to keep uh, up. Shane said, I need to sharp. text him. I need to text him every time. You I, need to direct text. I, I learned something new. I'm like, Shane, I'll be texting you every day. Every hour. <laughs> so really. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That makes me think of something a couple months ago in Sedona. Ty, you and I were talking about, you know, a method of training or a method of you know, how we do this. And you talked about how it's more of a process, which keeps the doors open to things changing and, you know, evolving all the time. But from where you started, you know, 10 years ago, you've been doing 10 years, is that mm -hmm. right? About 10 years ago, where you started at, what were, what were your key fundamentals then versus now? What's the biggest difference, do you think, from 10 years ago, you know, the first couple of years that you were running clinics to mm -hmm. today? Well, 10 years ago when we started doing clinics, it was just at our house in, in Lakeshore, Utah. We invite people over and... Um, <laughs> totally different. Yeah. I mean, completely I mean, different. Uh, I would do all the work. So you would come, bring your mule or your horse. It was like $20. I would, I would work on it for you while you watched. That's That was what I did. Also, <clears throat> so, well, I've always been interested in the bridal horse process and the bridal meal process. I, I was introduced to it when I was a child. I, you know, I was out of branding and I saw a guy rope and some of you've heard that story and it was pretty cool. You know, I was just working the shoots and stuff because they were roping some, they were sending some to the shoots and you know, the, they're sending the cows to the shoots. We give them shots and stuff. And I saw some of the guys over there roping. That was way cooler than working in the crap shoots. <laughs> So I was introduced to the bridal meal pro the bridal horse then. I didn't know that's what it was or that's a thing. <clears throat> but it was always in the back of my mind, but I never really partook of that, you know. How I grew up and how Sky grew up, both of us, you know, our dads just kind of just got along with the animals. I mean, you just there wasn't necessarily a, a huge end goal in mind. So um, you know, I when I started I didn't, I didn't teach the bridal meal process at all. You know, I didn't really care what you showed up in, you know, whatever, but that's the main thing for sure. For 10 years ago to now, now, like I said, you get a taste of this stuff and you know what, what really works and the results. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta teach the bridal meal stuff because it's a, it's a game changer for sure. So that's the main thing. And I don't get so many mules trying to kill me. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> you know when you wait, when you do it when you when you do it uh, you know and you just do all the work people bring you whatever yeah. and you know I used to it was like fifty dollars to come oh man that was just like somebody's play money they just say all right look at this kid get smoked here yeah you know and I did <laughs> I, got, I got beat up all the time well you talk about in in other podcasts you've talked about how you started cults as a kid and everything just but you just expected it oh yeah like, like we just started five cults this week and we didn't have any you know mm -hmm. going through the whole process just man their minds are just in a different place and 
Yeah, we started five Colts this week and eight last week, so 13 Colts, nothing but. Nothing but. I mean, you guys, some of you had some farts and some kicks and, you know. The wheels what, did too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guy. Yeah. Tell everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, and uh, but, but yeah, if I started 13 Colts back then, uh, yeah, I mean, most of them would have butt. Yeah. We just, this is how we do it. We just saddle them up, you know, had them tied up to a post to saddle them and, and uh, sometimes to get on, they'd be done time to, you know, here we go. You know, tie, I tied a lot of them up to the round crowd panel, you know, or the fence and I'd get on and undo the rope and then I'd go for a ride. And, oh. you know, I just didn't know the difference and I was by myself a lot um, or, or sky, a pregnant wife hanging out there, you know, and, <laughs> or whatever. And you guys, I've always gotten so anxious at cold starting clinics because I've seen so many things. Um, how we used to do it how it used to go and i just dreaded the day that was the first ride because you know we had all these you know 10 to 15 colts that we'd start and i really hated when they all ended up on like the same day or you know they didn't like you know i don't know have time in between and he'd be like i need you to come help me with the first ride and it's just so much more stressful which probably not to tie still then he's pretty calm guy but just um, another day just another day. It just, there's so much more of a process to it now. Like yeah, it's just yeah. fun to watch. It should go smoothly. And it uh, did. And it, it did. Awesome. Yeah. You do it. If you kind of go. And it's much slower pace now too. Yeah. Um, as far as just letting you get on and you, you know, you guys got on and you worked on lateral flexion for a minute and you moved some hips over and. There's no pressure we, to get walked. Said, somebody said, like, watching paint dry, right? Yeah. It's not a, not a big You know, there's sometimes, if, if one of you guys would have gone on those Colts, one of them was really, really tight, I would have moved you. But none of them were tight, you know, but just because you guys did your prep work. So, so seeing that difference from when you started to now and, like, just the results the last couple of weeks, is that what got you so interested in the equine brain? Can you tell us about, you know, recently in the last couple of years, you've talked about it a lot and have studied a lot more and had a lot more to bring to the table to us to help us better understand our mules. What got you interested in that? What caught you? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting looking back at my education, what I've learned, you know, at some point in life or my life, it was all about the maneuver. Well, how, do you, how do you teach one to change legs? How, how do you teach one to back up? How do you teach one to side pass? And you, you have know? to do it fast because you only have 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how to teach them. Manipulating the body, right? You know, okay. So there's maneuvers. But, you know, there's only so many things you can do with a foot. There's only so many things you can do. And so, honestly, uh, I feel like I, I learned a lot. And I was kind of, all right, well, what else can I learn? You know, I'm kind of bored with this. Like, there's only so many ways you can teach on a side pass. Okay. But <clears throat> when I started really trying to understand how, how they learned, and I slowed down a lot and, and whatever, and, you know, I'd speed some up and I'd slow some down. And, and, uh, but I, I come upon a book, uh, evidence-based horsemanship, you know, by Stephen Peters and Martin Black. And, and I read that and I didn't understand most of it, <clears throat> you know, luckily Martin Black, he's, you know, he's a good buckaroo cowboy and, and, you know, Steve Peters would put his segment in there and then Martin would put his segment in there. And I didn't understand a thing that Steve Peters said, uh, but I knew exactly what Martin Black was talking about. I've seen all the same things he's talking about, you know. Um, I haven't started nearly as many Colts as Martin had, you know. No way. He's he's in the tens of thousands, you know. Uh, big contract Colt starter. 
No, me, I'd start, you know, a year we'd start, I don't know, three or four or 500 a year where he was starting thousands sometimes, you know what I mean? So way more than me, but I knew what he's talking about. So it, it just piqued my interest. And so I just kind of started digging from there. But trying to, what really got me looking more was trying to explain things um, to a society that wants science. They want science. Oh, ye of little faith, right? And why? So, you know, they got to know why. <clears throat> it's cool, you know, I've, I've studied Tom Dorrance and Ray Hunt as much as I can. You know, I didn't get to meet either one of those guys. I wish I could have, but I've read everything that they've written. I've gotten a hold of every video that I can of home videos and all these little backyard clips of them. You know, anybody that's documenting anything that's willing to share or sell it. I've read every article that's been written about them or by them or through them. All of it. Uh, they got a big box of clippings, you know, just everything. And these guys know all about that stuff. Not necessarily any scientific terms. Maybe you talk about, you know, all these different little little science terms and they might not have any clue. But you, you know, they, they knew, they knew how to get that, that animal to operate. You know, Martin Black talks about Tom Dorrance being able to create the perfect cocktail for the horse. Just the right mixture of chemicals to help the the horse learn. Okay, just you know, a little drop of stress and a little drop of curiosity and a little drop of caution, a little drop of confusion. You mix it up, let them soak, figure it out. You know, so that you know, so, so really, the you guys, participants, people coming to help me push. They wanted more answers, and uh, you've all heard me tell. All of you, I guarantee, have heard me answer a question by saying, I don't know. Like, and I'm not scared to say that. If somebody asks something and I don't know, I don't know. I can't. But you want to bet how bad that question bugs me? <laughs> I got to figure that crap out. keeps you up at night. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I, that, I, it's hard for me to focus the rest of the clinic. If I had to say that, like, I don't know. It, it really troubles me. I'm like, okay, well, somebody has a question. How come? First of all, I'm troubled. How come I didn't ask that question first? Because most of the questions that you guys ask, I asked at some point in my life. So that's how I learned the answer. But if, they, if I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, crap. I got to figure that stuff out. So anyways, you guys, that's why. Yeah. It's all about us. It's all about you. Did you have a specific like aha moment or like what made you say, I want to stop because I remember at one point you said it was hard for you to stop putting your hands on the animals and getting people to do it. Like you could do it. So like, was there a yeah. specific, like, I'm not just having people bring me animals and I'm going to start teaching people yeah. how to do it. I used to put my hands on almost all the, well, in the beginning, all of them and then almost all of them and then half of them. And, you know, I just kind of went down from there. Uh, I'll tell you one of the moments I was helping a lady and uh, I'm not going to say her name. You guys know, you guys, you guys know her. Uh, it's not you. No. Okay. So I was helping a lady at a clinic in, in Reno, Nevada, and I'm trying to help her get a meal to lope. Okay. Trying to get this meal to lope. I'm on my feet and I am helping move this, this, this meal. Well, first of all, I did it. I got on the mule and I loped it. And I showed her, showed her, showed her. Okay. Your turn. You get on it. And I'm, 
I am trying my hardest to get her to to lope just to do just just to go. Anyways, it was miserable. I was running behind her, clapping, clapping, like I mean, <laughs> running. And, and she <laughs> for laps. Miserable for all. And this three is me. This is me. I could just get to lope right out. Just to do. And she was. She just couldn't do it. Anyways, but I realized after. Well, well, let me. I'll fast forward and then rewind. Um, we saw her at a clinic later on. I said, "So how's the how's the transitions going? You got that meal open? No, never <laughs> no. loped it again. Nope, never loped it again. I'm like, I was exhausted. I was burnt up. <laughs> I was done that day. Anyways, that was one of the turning points. That was it's it's a it's a combination of many of them. That was one of them. I'm like, I spent and, and take take the clinic time. You guys all know how limited a clinic is in time, and I spent an hour with her." While the other participants watched, that's not fair for somebody that didn't didn't appreciate or didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was just like, okay, all right, I got I got to change something up because I just spend a lot of time on somebody's animal. They don't care about it, and uh, and and Sky and I've talked about that a lot of times. It seems it seems the animals I usually have to put my hands on, um, the person cares the least to, to actually get it done because it seems like the person that's really trying to get it done they get it done like this stuff isn't hard you everybody can do this i mean it's it's not that big a deal you know well, it's not always i know there's there are some people who are really grateful that you came and you jumped in and you kind of showed them how and what maybe a piece they were missing but there has been a lot of times where the person that needed the most help was the one that cared the least to get the help <laughs> and you know ty ended up spending a lot of time on that animal and it just didn't, I don't know, like there were others who were more eager to learn than that person. And then it just kind of felt like not a waste of time, but kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this podcast after this and be like, <laughs> I know, that's I'm going to work my butt off so Ty does not have to touch my mule. You know what I mean? Um, well, and maybe those who, who you have helped, you know, and they were one of the eager ones, then, you know, yeah, it's not you. but It's not, it's not everybody, but it's just general. My favorite helping moment. Uh, my favorite and my most hated. I'll share it. it Hell was... no. This guy's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best story, you guys. Okay. I'm in I'm in Hermosa, South Dakota. Okay. And um, th- this lady was getting drug around. Typical foundation class. Ladies getting drug around, beat up. Okay. I have to step in. You guys have all yeah. seen me drag across an arena skiing that's my thing right um so uh, of course i step in now to 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 give you a little you know uh pretext on this uh, this this particular lady earlier that day or earlier that week her meal had gotten out okay just gotten out of the pen and um was running around the fairgrounds and i see that all the participants are trying to gather this meal this meal is a handful by the way it is a handful and, and she's trying to gather it up or she's not, these participants are trying to gather it up. And, and I noticed that she's over sitting against the hood of a car with her arms folded watching. <laughs> and I didn't actually realize it was her meal. I'm like, what do you, what do you, what's going on here? She's like, Oh, my meal got out. I'm like, wait, wait, your, your meal's out. All these other people are trying to catch it. Okay. She's not. So that says a little bit about the lady. Now back to my part in this. 
So foundation class, she's getting drug around, you know, not trying much at all to, to, to really get a hold of it. Right. What have I got there? Cicadas. They're throwing at me. Uh, so, okay. So she's getting drug around. I step in to help her. Okay. And this mule is pretty brutal. He, he's got it figured out. He's, he's pretty solid on dragging me around too. And he's beat me up. I, I broke my wrist. That's the, that's the day I broke my wrist. I'm working on this meal and he jerked on me so hard. I broke my wrist. My wrist is throbbing and just pounding, but I'm in the middle of this deal and I go completely right-handed because I'm still like, I ain't quitting now. You know, I'm, I'm in it. And, um, my wrist is just killing me. And you guys have all seen me get in my, my groove where basically it's just me and that meal. I'm verbalizing everything to you guys, but I'm just going. I'm not paying attention to anything around me but that mule. Anyways, I rock and roll. I don't know how long I was playing out there with a broken wrist. But I, I went for a while. And I get done, and I look around, and I'm like, you know, I said, where's so-and-so? And they're like, oh, she said she's hungry. She went and got some breakfast. <laughs> I kid you, she left in the middle of class. While I'm working on her mule, while I just, she doesn't know I broke my wrist, but while I'm working on that mule, she left and went and got breakfast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this meal now? Just tie them up like, I just went and tied them up with one hand. <laughs> Anyways, I went back into the trailer, tried a little while, this guy, my wrist hurts. Yep. Suck it up, go make more money. Yeah, yeah. I, did. <laughs> like, your sandwich, get I did that whole fall, it was all right handed work. I didn't do anything with my left hand. So, anyways, so that the, was another reason. If the participants aren't invested, then it makes it really hard for you to be. That makes a lot of sense. It, yeah, well, and a big part of that, too, though, is I just realized, you know, over a period of time, and, and those are some, those are the tougher, those are the more annoying stories I just shared. But a lot of times I would work on something and I'd, I'd hand it back to the participant and I, you know, and they can't do it. And they're the ones that got to go home with the animal. So I realized, no, my job, my title is a teacher. I'm here to teach you guys. My grade as a teacher is how well the students take it. Like how well you learn it is my grade, right? That's how you can judge me as a teacher. And so I'm there, I'm invested in you guys to help you be better so you can help your animal. I'm not there to show my skills as a trainer. Those days are done. You know, I don't need to do that. I'm not interested in that, you know. Uh, I believe the competition's to Bentley these days. Yeah. But uh, I don't need to, I don't need to go out there and show anybody how to, you know, how to get it done. Either I'll teach you. Well, for a while there, we talked about it almost, I can't think of a better word, but almost felt like a curse if Ty had to take a hold of the mule because that meant that the owner was going to get rid of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was almost you know? like we got. <laughs> like well, it was almost like there was some bad juju if he was, if he had to get a hold of a mule for somebody because then they would be ready to let it go. Like, yeah, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little superstitious. <laughs> but, but yeah, I still it, have her. It was, <laughs> no. it was crazy. Yeah, I, I would, I would work a mule and I swear they'd sell it. I mean, they, they, we'd hear back later and be like, yeah, I just decided to get rid of it, you know? And I think it's just because, you know, it wasn't actually because he put some bad 
some vibes to it or something. But because the one, you know, the ones that needed the help are the people who were kind of already on the tipping point of just kind of waiting for a reason to let them go. And so. Well, back in the day, too, it seemed like a lot of people would come to the clinics, uh, not not like you guys as true students, but they'd come uh, like as a last Last chance. Last chance. Last chance. They're putting all the weight on the mule. If the mule doesn't make it through this class, then I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. Instead of owning up to if I don't learn something that helps this mule, then I'm done with this. Yep. And a lot of times it's like they wanted Ty to make the decision for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they wanted him to say, (laughs) get rid of this thing. You know, they're waiting for any chance for him to say, and they'd be like, can I, do you think I can do this? Oh, yeah, of course you can. You know, you just have to want to. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't want to hear that. So anyway, he just tried to let people work their stuff out, you know. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of times where I'm watching and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I go help that person. (laughs) They need you. But he's so good at letting people work through things. And I even had to get better at that with just our kids, like with Ellie. And she wants to go out and ride her mule and do all these things. And I, I would just kind of, from my eyes, I'm trying to help her do it right. And so she's not learning incorrectly, you know, I'm like, no, just do this, you know, tweak this here and there. And and she just gets so angry (laughs) and Ty just let her go out, do whatever the heck she wanted and give her maybe some advice when she wanted it. And anyway, so just kind of letting people learn. And we have spectators all the time that will be like, Ty, go help them. Or, or they'll just yell oh, at them themselves. The <laughs> and, yeah. and Ty, Ty has had to call out some per, or, uh, spectators and say, let them, let them work through it. Like, yeah. calm down. I see them, you know, anyway. So yeah, a big part of learning is repetition and you got to put, you know, this stuff, you guys can read about it. You can listen to these podcasts. You can watch videos, whatever you can do all kinds of studying. doesn't matter. You got to go do it. Well, just like you do you with put the, the reps mules, in. where you let them, you kind of set it up <laughs> and let them kind of solve the puzzle. You know? Humans are, I mean, we are a really amazing creature. Like, we can, we can figure crap out. So, like, we just need to have more faith in each other. Like, hey, let, you know, let them work it out. They they can do it. Just, you know, and um, by nature, we learn by by failing a little bit. You know, you don't want to fail too hard. I'm not going to let you fail too hard. I'm not going to let you, you know, as best as I can, I'm not going to let you get kicked in the face and, you know, get you, get you beat up and hurt. Um, I'll try to interfere before that. But, you know, if you're just trying to figure out your angles on your groundwork, well, who cares? Figure it out. Are you going to mess up the mule? Maybe a little, but not bad enough that it's going to do anything wrong. You know, I mean, very few people are going to um, go, you know, go so far as to do something wrong. So. Well, it's like Ty does a exercise in the saddle where you're trying not to micromanage your mule and let them kind of fade away from where you're trying to get them to be and then correct them, you know, but give them some time to get it right before you correct them too quickly. And it's the same with people, you know, like if they do it, they don't quite do it right for a little bit. Then he'll come in and, and give them a little direction, you know, and then let them go again, come in, give them a little direction. But you're not in there like, you know, holding their hand, <laughs> standing yeah. behind them, like, yeah. here, swing it like this. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Once hey, in a while. Nathan, this is the part of the podcast where you have to break for a sponsor. Oh, yeah. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Ready? Break. <laughs> I like it. Now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, I want to thank our amazing sponsors at Mules and More magazine. Mules and More has been around a long time. It's a great magazine, and uh, shoot, I've been reading this magazine since I was just a little kid. I remember my dad subscribed to this when I was little, and I'd read it every month and loved it. And now uh, our good friend Corey Daniels has taken over as editor of this magazine the last few years, and she has done an amazing job. Um, also, did you know that Mules More comes in a digital format? You can download it on your phone, read it wherever you're at. So. Hey, be sure to check them out, mulesmore.com. And, uh, you know, hey, tell them Ty sent you. I'd be very grateful. Mulesmore.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, Welcome back oh. to the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're back. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Ty. You take it, buddy. This is Bentley okay, Mike. so I have a question. It's kind of off the clinic topics, more just about your personal, personal mulemanship. So you said before when you were younger starting colts and just training meals for the public and stuff that you you had a bunch of you had all the gimmicks and all the uh different way of doing it than you do now you weren't really striving to make a bridal mule so like when you were starting these colts a different way did you still get the same stop and the same backup and the same spin and everything and the kind of the same movement out of the mule as you did doing the bridal mule or was it just a, did the bridal mule kind of refine everything? No. Yeah. It, it was, it's a totally different level. Yeah. I was just trying to put a basic turn, stop back, um, and go just, I mean, I didn't need to trot and lope a lot of them. I did most of the time, but a lot of them I didn't even need to trot and lope because I'd look at my client like, they're never going to lope that thing like ever. And I didn't really understand about, you know, how runaways work. Now I do. You know, I didn't understand about how buckers work. Now I do, you know, um, and all the problems. So I would just put the basic in, and, you know, remember back then, most people would just hire for 30 day cult start. And, and it was, it was also a different culture too. Uh, most of my clients around here in Utah were, were men and hunters and a little, little rougher around the edges, meaning I didn't have to have the mule like super, super gentle and like fluffy. Does that make sense? Like, they're yeah. only going to use them in the fall. Yeah, they're going to get on them and they're going to they're going to ride the crap out of that thing. And if it did give them a little hop or a little this or that, most of those people back then, you know, could, could take it. That, that's how I grew up. Okay, it's just thirty day cold starts, and so um, what? How much can you jam into thirty days? Just pile it into it you know um and no, no regard for any process i didn't care about building the body i didn't care about building the mind the spirit the connection all these things that i strive for now what i what i want now i didn't care i didn't why well, not that i didn't care i just didn't know i just didn't know how do you teach it to turn well pull on it until it turns how do you teach it to stop pull on it until they stop and if that doesn't that doesn't work then put a different gimmick on make it hurt bad enough to make them stop um, I used to be ashamed to, to share that stuff, but now I realize that I need to speak up about it and share so that, because, you know, I, well, I was reading a Tom Dorrance quote and, and he said, it's funny. I see people doing the same things to their horses that 
people were trying 30 years ago that didn't, didn't work any better than than they do now. It's just a side. People don't learn unless they want to. Not no different then. You know, I didn't see a different. I didn't see a different need until I kind of got out and got searching a little bit. Uh, but uh, it was just a thirty day. Get it done as much as you could. No, no process really. We did a lot of sacking out. Um, you know, with I mean, with a feed sack called sacking out. Get a feed sack, rub it all over them. Okay, well now put the saddle on. That was. That was groundwork. That was the day. I loved just that was groundwork. the sack out day. It was so easy. You just go throw stuff at them and you go, you done. Yeah, we had a sack, yeah, we had a sack out day. Like, just <laughs> throw a bunch of crap at them and blow them up and stop them. And that was the day of work. Uh, so, no, my results sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Short, Short version. Yeah. Yeah. In comparison. In comparison. It was, it was, there is no comparison. I'll, yeah. My main question was just wondering if you got the same results but you just found a better way of getting those results yeah no no the results weren't even comparable yeah yeah now they're way better i can now it's funny people you hear you hear the cliche the slower you go the faster you get there no that's true that's true it may seem slower how i'm doing it now um but you go but you get there fast look what you guys got done you two and, and the other three guys, what you got done in five days here. Yeah. But we didn't go fast. It wasn't in a hurry. There, there wasn't any moment that I had you hurry up, except for be on time, Nathan. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just one minute. Yeah. One minute. Hey. I made up for it. I was a minute early the next day. Yeah, Come on. But no, there, there's no, you know, go, the slower you go, the faster you get there. So to answer your question, no, the results were, were, were not even comparable. I didn't get the same quality all now I, I get way better quality way better handle um everything's better now and i hope when we talk you know f- you know 15 years from now whatever um you know i'll, I'll even know more yeah. i'll be better and, and be faster i'm getting it done faster by going slower it's funny how it works yeah so for for a young man like bentley bentley are you 15 I'm 15. So yep. Bentley's 15. He's competing in the Missouri Mule Makeover right now. And you train for the public too, right? I do. You train for the public. You start a lot of colts, do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Ty, what kind of advice would you give to a young man or young lady that's wanting to maybe make a career or part of a career out of out of training, you know, from your experiences then to now? Open mind and learn. Bentley's got both those things. You know, Bentley's been coming to clinics um, for the last few years. And... Uh, you know, he's willing to learn, willing to get better, and put in the hours, too. The other part, and it's the same as any, anything you want to do in life. Uh, you guys all come from different careers. You know, all of you have different careers and, and backgrounds. It's the same. It's, it was, I'm sure it was the same. You guys were probably the same when you were young, and, and your parents were the same when they were young. But every young person wants what the, what, what the more experienced older person has. They want it now. They don't realize a lot of these things like this mealmanship the only way to get it is by doing it and you got to put in the hours and the miles and the experiences you got to get kicked sorry it sucks yeah. you got to get bucked off sorry it sucks yeah. you're going to have them run you through the trees you're going to you know um you're going to have easy ones and you're going to feel like a champ then you're going to get uh you know get the, the dally in your life that's going to make you feel like a chump 
um, it, it's part of it, you know? Uh, so, you know, be willing, be willing to work, you know? Um, one of my favorite quotes is, is, uh, um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Right. Right. Yeah. So, there you, go. you know, I think, I think that's true. I, uh, <clears throat> you know, and I don't know that I have a talent, so to speak, you know, um, to, to, you know, to do this, but God blessed me with the interest in it. And maybe that's the talent because none of us come easy. I've worked hard, uh, worked really hard at it. So this guy has seen me struggle with thousands of mules. Well, I think back then, like, you know, thinking about the difference in results back then, we didn't know any better. That, didn't know, you know, didn't know. We're so we didn't know farmers. that what we had wasn't a good result because that was the best that we had gotten before. Yeah, you, know? you don't. You don't until you get out there and you compare. Well, like I, it just reminded me of you know this new dog we got, Molly. She is more of a handful than any dog we've ever had, which has caused me to look into videos for like training and how do I keep this dog? I didn't. I don't think I had as high standards with our dogs. You know, my my other dogs almost 13. So it's been a long time since we had a puppy back then. We didn't have kids, you know, anyway, different lifestyle and, um, different standards. So now I'm like, I need a really well-behaved dog for what we're doing now. And the more I looked, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you can have a really well-behaved dog. Like you can actually teach them <laughs> to, come, <laughs> to come when you call them and to stay and do all the things and, and more, you know, I think there's people out there with mules where, they just didn't know that there was more out there. And there are some like me with the dog. I just want, I just want the dog to know the basics and we can get by. I don't need to have the crazy well-trained do all the, all the things. And I think there's people out there like that with the mules where they just want to get, they just want to be good enough to go on the trail, that's yeah. fine. you know, that's and that's okay if that's your goal, but you know, there's so, so much, I think the more you learn, the more you learn there is to learn. <laughs> so, what mules in in the past maybe you've mentioned dally you know dally's everybody probably knows about dally but what other mule is there another mule that sticks out to you that's taught you a lot that you've learned the most from that you can think yeah of? i mean a lot of you guys remember bud remember old bud uh had, had bud a long time so i learned a lot from him he he kind of got to go with me through the whole thing <laughs> poor bud <laughs> you know he's 20 something now so he was he, he, he became my mule when I had freedom, you know, uh, you know, cause I worked for my dad for a while, you know, and I do, you do what dad says. It's, it's his business, his training, but I kind of got bud there when I kind of got to do my own thing. So he was my experiment and I experimented explain, the heck out of him. He explains you know? why he's such a punk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I try all kinds of stuff on that mule and, and, um, can I share one Yeah, we yeah. did to our mules that I look back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. I used to bronc ride and what better way to practice than to put your bronc saddle on your mule and just let them run around the arena while you spur them back and forth. <laughs> no spurs, but you know, just practicing the motion while they just run around and you'd like, go bud, you know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my spurs on. Make sure you clear that. So I don't yes. get a bunch of hate mail. No, no. <laughs> it was just because we didn't have like a dummy. Yeah. I didn't have a, a spur board, um, which anybody in the rodeos knows what that is. It, you know, as you practice your form on it. So you just put the bronc saddle on the on the mule or the horse or whatever. It was just and I tie my bronc around just the neck. Just helping you find and your I just, seat. I just work on my form. Just that that spurring motion back and forth again. Didn't have my spurs on. I'm not 
I was smart enough not to do that in my meals. But and uh, he liked Bud, okay, just so it's yeah, but it was my pal. <laughs> but I'd do that, and, and we'd lope around the arena, just lope around there. I'd lope them around for 20, 30 minutes sometimes, and go through my motions, and it was my practice. <laughs> and now I'm like, I would never ever do that. <laughs> my my poor my good evolution. You know what I mean? Like that just I mean now I'm so I'm yeah, so very thankful. Oh, yeah. You know now I'm so particular right. about how how sensitive I want them. I mean, that kind of thing just takes the sensitivity right out of him. I have to say, uh, Bud was a character, too. So he, he just kind of was a goofball. And so it's not like he was torturing Bud. No, but... no, no. He, he didn't. <laughs> wasn't a big deal. He just enjoyed being free and like, woo! He'd just run around like, like it was did, a great yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> he didn't know any better either. <laughs> so I have a question. Yeah. So you, in... Um, the last couple of years, you've provided a lot of education and materials and recommendations on reads for books and different things. And I feel like the caliber of people that come to your clinics, you've got you've got a lot of like retention of people that keep coming back and people that really want that higher level yeah. of mealmanship. Are you going to write anything and put it in print? Yeah, for, oh. like, for like the legacy of <laughs> like you know yeah. his generation and yeah, you I know. Am. Yep. I mean, I've, I've been working on a book and, and uh, how I'm doing is I'm, I write, you know, most of you know, I write articles every month. And then I also write, um, I've been bad at it since we just moved. We're recording this at my new house in my echoey basement. But, um, but anyways, you know, I send out the newsletters, mm -hmm. you know, the, every, usually I used to do it bi-weekly. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it in two months now, <laughs> but um you know, and I, you know how I send a little segment to think about mm -hmm. each week. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, those are my outlines. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I've, I've been compiling all these, and I have a whole bunch of outlines, and I'm just going to expound on the um, okay. the interesting ones. So it, it is in the works. Uh, I don't have, you know, any any date for it. Um, you know, I maybe in the winter time I can I can tune on it or something. So. Man, horses go. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can see the kids walking by with the pony. <laughs> Everybody's looking out the window. Well, that's great because that's my yeah, that's my goal. I'd I'd like to. Can you get your autograph? Oh yeah, will you sign my saddle like you did Bentley's? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was an ordeal. Well, Bentley, you better tell that story about you getting your oh. saddle signed. You didn't even By know who was signing who... it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll tell, tell that real quick, I'll too. tell that story, Nathan. But I got a story. I got a story for you too. All right, go. All right, so it was at a tie. Just one. I think. I think that was like the final. It was the champion. It was the national finals for uh, Colt, uh, starting. Colt starting deal that he was a part of competition, and uh, he ended up winning. And I walked into the arena with a marker and asked him to sign underneath my saddle. How old were you? I and I this. never planned. It's because you weren't there. <laughs> I never planned on to after like three years later. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is a guy who uh, this is a guy who signed my saddle. I'm never telling him this. That's so embarrassing. I'm like, there's the no way I'm telling somebody I had somebody sign my expensive saddle. The saddles are way too expensive for that. How old and were so, you when he signed this? Ah, uh, eleven. <laughs> hero man, you're a hero status. Yeah. Well, how and can I not? You know, eleven year old kid comes up to me. We sign my saddle. So you won't sign like, my saddle. Like, I won't sign Nathan's, but I'm like, yeah. man, come on. You should hold on yeah. to that. that and so, 
And so, <laughs> right. See, Lisa would do yeah. this. I, would I actually, I think I'm the, I've only been coming to clinics since I was 12. My first clinic was 12 in uh, Jacksboro, mm-hmm. Texas. Cold. And I, yeah, I think it was one of Ty's worst first days, he said. Yeah, in a clinic because right. everybody oh was getting drug around, bucked off, and it was a horrible. It, <laughs> it just didn't go well. But uh, I think everybody else here has had almost double the years coming to Ty's clinics as I have. I'm, I'm not even quite two staff. years. Yeah. So I think you've got me. Beat. Speaking of how many how many uh, cult startings have you had? I don't know. I just saw on my Facebook memories yesterday. It was five years ago at the Contour. Yeah. And we had done them before that. that, but like we used to do just three day clinics. You know, I've only been doing the five day ones the last two years, but really? I've done lots of cold sharing. I don't know. I don't know how many. But how this far? Was the best, right? This was, yeah, this yeah. was really good. How far? <laughs> I'm not joking. I mean, this is, this was, I mean, we got, amazing. we got far this week. How far was uh, this week's cult starting versus your first cult starting? Oh, like, okay. how far is the cults came? Well, back then we'd do them three days. Right. And we'd also do them in places where, you know, you, you basically you get out in the arena and you just advance, you know. That was it. Round pen arena. And I didn't we didn't go out. Like just getting out in the arena was like, oh look at go. Yeah. Yep. And uh but I, I you know and if you look at our first three days, it's pretty pretty similar, you know. I mean, um we we uh if we ended on that third day, you'd be like, Oh, that was good. That's kinda how it was then. But these last two days we rocked and rolled here, you know, it's been pretty good. So uh, as far as the checklist goes, they'd kind of get to where they could roll the hinds and stop and walk trot boat. That's about yeah. that's about what they get done, you know. Yeah, and the fourth and fifth day we went on a good trail ride and mm-hmm. chased a cow dummy. That was pretty fun. Yep. Yep. And uh, Nathan actually after that day after we got done chasing the cow dummy, <laughs> I, I was gonna mention it then and then just oh, God, 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 yeah, <laughs> God had better plans. <laughs> Little did I know I was gonna be doing a podcast later in the day. So we were sitting around the fire and Nathan said one of his highlights of the day was getting to throw the rope at the calf uh, steer dummy that we were chasing around and teaching them to track and everything. And I wanted to say Nathan. The goal was actually to rope the dummy. <laughs> Thanks, Bentley. Yeah. yeah, well, shoot, man. But that's coming from Bentley, who carries a rope with him everywhere he goes <laughs> and ropes everything that moves. My, my best rope in practice is chasing my kids around my backyard. So. <laughs> yeah. this was, that was a good opportunity for me. That's where I started. Chasing your kids around yeah. the backyard? Church kids. They can Church. run it across the yard. <laughs> You started young. That's how I got real good at healing. Chase kids around the rope. Good. Start bringing a rope to church. It'd be a whole new thing. Oh my gosh. That was good. All right. Who's next? So I kind of want to go back to like you were asking. Come up um, a little closer, man. Come up here, me. So we're going to be like right here. That's really close. <laughs> I can hear you good right there. So I guess the question I have is, you know, you've talked about, you know, how your methods have changed so much. Is there a particular meal that you're like, I wish I could have saved that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's one meal and it was one I had in, in training. Um, I don't even know how many years ago, but he, he was a handful, but nothing compared to some of the stuff I see and deal with now. 
And uh, he, he was so bad, I, I told the owner, I said, I don't know what you're going to do this thing. And the owner said, well, can it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I sent him to a kill pen. And, uh, you know, now I'm like, and this is a long time ago. Was it Chug? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, man. I think about that meal all the time. Yeah. And, geez, looking back now, I thought, oh, I, could, I mean, that meal's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, I would have, I would have, you know, if we compared mules, I would have to can deli like 500 times <laughs> compared to that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just, just, you know, um, so, so, you know, that's when I regret, but, you know, not my mule, not my choice. You know, I, I don't get that, you know, whatever, but, but looking now I could, I could fix that thing so fast. I mean, there, there wasn't, wasn't a big deal. He was a handful, you know, and he, and he was dangerous. Part of our problem. But it was just I didn't know how to address the danger. Part of our problem back then was come closer to we didn't have a facility where we could, like, I mean, we only had so many panels. And if one got smashed, it was, like, devastating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't have a great facility. And so the troubled ones were hard sometimes because we could only do what we could do with the place that we had, you know. Mm. And so we'd have to call the owner sometimes and say, hey, this is where we're at. And mm. that was one of them. Yeah, he, he's one I could fix now. But I mean, now I can now I can rope way better. I know how to handle the feet way better. I know how to, I mean, just, just there's so many tools I have in my toolbox now that I didn't have then. So he was a big mm-hmm. regret. Um, there's lots of them I just look at that like, uh, I mean, a lot of meals that we sold um, that I'm like, man, if I, if I could have just, you know, they were so nice, so nice and so easy. I could have put a, a handle on them. Yeah, they would have looked so good. You know, I'm like, gosh, I could have, I could have fixed that one. Work, you know, I could have got it better. I could have made more money on it because I would have had a better handle. But now, Jack is the one that, that I look back on thinking, geez, you know, that sucks. Sad story. <laughs> this is a sad yeah. story. He was a lost soul. Just didn't know so then, then to follow up, what is the mule? Is there a mule in particular that you've you've seen that, you know, at one time you may have written off that you've seen, you know, whether it's somebody that you've helped or one of your own that you've been able to t- see turn into something really great? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So Lisa's sitting there, Katie. Katie, when I first met Lisa and Katie, I mean, Katie was so brutally ridiculous pushing remember yeah. she just oh my gosh that meal was just freight train lisa teeth, teeth and all and teeth biting and, all. and kicking and it's like out of the bible weeping and wailing and gnashing of done. teeth like uh you know so even compare that to that that chug meal uh, katie was worse than chug mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um, Katie's. Pretty I, re- I remember yeah. when you said she was one of the top 50 pushiest meals you ever worked with yeah i mean but yeah, bad, bad, she bad, was bad. famous on YouTube. Yeah, so so you know, but now look at that. Lisa's Lisa's got her in the hack more and on her way to the two rain, and that mule is going to be a bridal mule. Yeah, um, you know, it's the changes are just crazy. Awesome cow mule. I mean, the mule's got a really good handle. Uh, you can ride that thing anywhere you want. Goes anywhere. Safe, safe, safe. You know, I mean. Lisa could sell that thing for for fifty thousand bucks. I mean, it's a to, good deal. Don't tell Derek. Please don't tell Derek. Derek doesn't, <laughs> Derek doesn't listen to my podcast. You know, yeah. but I mean that mule. You know that mule's worth a lot of money. And 
she Lisa's done a real good job at it. So that's one that somebody, but, but Lisa, since Lisa met me and started working with me, she has been dedicated and she works so stinking hard, puts in tons of time, hours, hours, and hours, hours and days and days and years tears. and years. She's <laughs> years and tears, years and uh, tears, but she works hard and you know, she's a, she's a testament to the, the stuff that we're teaching. The process. The process. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. And all that, and you didn't even have to put your hands on it too much and do it yeah. all. I put my hands on it. Not too much. And in the, the beginning, beginning, yeah. beginning, I had to. <laughs> but but the, re the refining Lisa. points, Lisa's been She's able to do all. that. Yep. That's amazing. That's, yep. I've got to ride with that mule. It's very cool. I mean, I'll be honest. When I saw you in Arizona, or the, the mule days, and I saw Katie, Katie I remember being like, why the heck does she want that thing? Like, <laughs> nothing's scary. Like, why are you wasting your time? I mean, there's so many meals out there, yeah. you know? But, I mean, she made Pays a lot off. of good changes just there. And so you can see, you can well, see and, the sun shining And if there's through. anything that I can say, I really just try to follow the process. And when I have doubts, I just go back and try to follow the process. And it's the support of you know, Megan and you and Utah and, you know, Nathan, everybody, everybody, don't worry. I'll forget you. Thanks. But it's, I it's, support you. It's, you know. it's the community that you have around you that, you know, when you do get to those sticky points and you're just frustrated or you're like, oh, it's not progressing or, oh, I'm not doing it. What, what can I do? And, you know, I mean, it's just that the education you put out there and I just go back to it and I have my big fat notebook and I go back and read what I wrote at different clinics and at different times and and it refreshes it and then I get new life and I'm like okay I'm going to try it with this like this and you know so it's the education you put out there and you know it really is I mean it really is amazing to me that I still have her I was gonna say I would have fifty thousand dollars if I had ten bucks for every time Lisa called me saying I'm gonna get rid of her and we have to talk call her Grandpa Larry yep. call her yep. call Grandpa Larry yep but you guys saw you saw something in her and so did your dad sky in mm -hmm. that rock crawling clinic when i was a very beginner with you guys mm -hmm. and it gave me i i think inspiration that she had potential in there and that and she's going to be the greatest teacher like you said i mean when i go to start river next year i mean he's probably a piece of cake oh, yeah. <laughs> compared to her so great so yeah <laughs> we gotta we gotta go to another break ready we'll take us to break everybody in everybody and the break is starting in three two, two one break break, break. <laughs> hey we want to thank our sponsors western mule magazine ben and anita tennyson do a amazing job with their magazine i've been writing for them for a few years now and uh they're great look up western mule magazine.com and check them out We're back. <laughs> you are. You are back. Oh, we are. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Bentley. <laughs> that was. Uh, He's good. Totally Got to introduce introduce your next question. Oh, uh, yes, Miss Megan has our next question for us. So I want to know: Is there a question or a comment? That is your top drives you crazy during the clinic. Oh, can we all guess? Uh, yes. Can we all guess? First? Will you ride my mule? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, 
Oh, I, I see. I'll have them all to guess one. Okay. I think okay. You, you, you can guess one. Sky, what, what do you think it is? No, I want to see mine last. Yeah. Oh, we're starting. Me, come on. Uh, all the, I threw it out there. Yeah. You read my mule. Yes, I know if you love that one. What's right. position number one? <laughs> <laughs> and you only have two classes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it depends yeah. on the class. Well, yeah. I, I, know, class. I know the comment. Yeah. They never do this at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What kind of bit should I use? That's, that's the one. That's what I Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. ding I was ding, right. Ding. <laughs> I was right. I beat all y'all. It was about bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was for right. sure. I wasn't sure. sure the exact comment. Because I, I just it. thought to all the Newmanship One Clinks that I've been to, there's a bunch of first times coming there and yes. they got like. Four inch shanks on their mule, and then Ty just kind of like tries not to look at their head very gently. And uh, uh, maybe you could put a right. bit. And on then that they're thing. like, they they aren't really turning as good as they should be. And uh, then you try and mention the bit, and they're like, "What kind of bit should I use?" And then um, they say, "Well, I tried a snapple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't the, work for now." Here's the deal. Uh, uh, you guys all, I mean, you're all my pals. You know how nerdy I am about bits. So I actually love bits. Mm -hmm. I love talking about bits. I love talking about the bridal mule stuff. I love all the cool things. Even with the crap bits, I like learning about the engineering. <laughs> like even if the horrible, horrible, horrible piece of junk bits. You, know, you have a collection, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I got all kinds of cool junk, just junk. <laughs> and cool I, junk. <laughs> I, I like it because I like to see, you know. Well, it's like history. It is. And you see how people, so how, how that dude's mind work or that person's mind that invented that, you're like, yeah, I bet he was a lost soul, you know, <laughs> and the chainsaw just, bit. just confused, you know, what individual, I see all kinds. So I actually like talking about bits, but with, with the bits, it's when the person argues against the tools that I know work really well. And I just got too, too much empirical data. I mean, well, it's because they say of, it as if you have not tried anything else. Yeah, yeah. They say, well, well, and they and they try to tell me why they use that bit, and I'm like, listen, I used that bit once <laughs> back, you know, when when I was a kid, like, or or back before I started on this 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 process of my life. I know about them. I mean, I grew up. I had, we had all kinds of gimmicks and stuff, and um, so so it's not that I don't know. Even myself, and a lot of times too, uh, I just seen people. You know, I don't, I don't try to harass people about having the wrong gear. You know, and these days I don't really care. I mean, they can show up with whatever, whatever they want to show up with. It's it's whatever. I mean, because most people you can get along with just about anything. You know, there's some stuff that I say absolutely not. You know, um, so what what it's not what bit should I use is actually the worst question it's when they argue when they against against the stuff that i'm like listen i've used that thousands of times my mentors have used it hundreds of thousands of times you just can't argue with it there's too much there's too many good results and you just know well and the thing is you just know that water water is good for you bentley i know you don't like the taste of it <laughs> water is good for you and we know that we should drink water right right Water. Even though Coke is better, if you can't get water, Coca-Cola is Coke. close. Second. Yeah, yeah, but but you know you just know it, and it's a lot of this stuff. You know, there's lots of ways of doing this, but you just know it. So yeah, that's probably my. You know, what used to be my worst pet, uh, question was, "How old are you?" 
<laughs> because <laughs> people ask how old I was, and then they'd go, you know, they'd make some comment, and then it actually. Oh, wait, the took comment away. was about how he looked like he was twelve. That's yeah, people will say, "Oh, you look like I mean, you're twelve. It was always the number twelve. <laughs> I'm really sad how quickly it changed, though. Mm-hmm. Get a girl <laughs> facial hair, and, and I don't want twelve anymore. I know you lost all your hair. <laughs> what, really, I went bald, and, and <laughs> they don't you know, ask that anymore. <laughs> and beat up, very immature. I did yeah, have a, the ten, last ten years have been rough on me physically. So I have a very important question: When did you go bald? Because I, I, I've only known that he was bald. It's been quite some time. Well, I I just, it, 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 it starts I got slowly. the fryer tuck. I got the fryer <laughs> tuck, uh, hair, you know, haircut. And it's just too, nah, I just, so I shave it. I mean, I'm not bald around the sides here. Just on top. Dang it. It's like, you know, he can have the sides a little bit, but then It's top. like that. What, what do they call it? What do you call it, Skype? People say you got hat fished. Yeah, yeah. So do you find fish. that you're more aerodynamic on your mules? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes the moves cool. quicker. Yeah, there you go. People are gonna love the topics. A reason to everything. <laughs> I wanted to add about the bit subject about them coming back and sort of arguing it is the problem is that they are not getting along well in it. So for them to come back and kind of try and defend it. But they're here because they're having trouble, you know, or they're asking a question because they, in that moment, you know, that led to the bit conversation because they weren't getting the uh, results they wanted. So then they go back to why they're using it. And Ty's like, yeah, but the question you originally asked me is because, you know, we need to move back to a snaffle. And yeah. anyway. Yeah. Just, yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot you could go into about the, the bits and, you know, how to use them and the engineering of them and whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't enjoy it. Well, also, too, because now I look out at my audience at most of the clinics. And I have, we, me and Scott are really blessed. We have a 70% retention uh, or return, return mm-hmm. students. Yeah. So, you know, how many mm-hmm. times, Megan, have you heard me talk about bits? I mean, just all the time, you know, and I, so I know, okay, here's students that are, they're here to get some more advanced learning. And, and so that's partly just, but anybody listening out there that if you have, you know, don't, I don't want to make people feel like, oh, you don't don't ask that question. Yeah. Because I'm happy to talk, especially the bridal meal stuff. You guys, you ask me a question, you guys got to hold me back because I will nerd out on you on making the hack more stuff in the, and then the bridal bits and the balance of it and um, all the components. I love it. And I learn more and more and more about it. So I like it. So don't, don't hesitate. If you're out there, don't hesitate to ask me about, about bits. Uh, just Questions don't tell me, good. just yeah. don't tell me how great your, your miler is and expect me to go with it. I think as a, you know, participant, like me and Lisa, for example, being in some mulemanship two classes together or some of the advanced like cow working and then the bit conversation comes up there, then we're like, that is annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. All right, now we're going to take time away, you know. Yeah, it's, if it's in a meal, mealmanship one, it's pretty fair game. It's, you know, p- people are new and, and it's good. Come with your questions and come curious. I'm there to help them. Absolutely. But yeah, mealmanship too. I shouldn't be trying to convince you to put a snaffle or a hackamore on or, you know, whatever you, whatever I think you need. I shouldn't be trying to tell you to put that on. Um, we should be working. We should be working there. And it's still, like I said, it's still good to ask. It's good. It's good that people would ask. But yeah, by mealmanship too, we hope you mm-hmm. have done some homework. Yeah. <laughs> and to anybody out there that 
you know, that has tried different bits or has a mule that they're working on, come, come see the results, you know, come try it, come, come see what comes from it. It's yours it works, you know, there's, there's all of us here, you know, there's four of us sitting here who are, who are regular participants or five of us, including Sky, you know, and we've got to see this and feel this and experience, you know, I think all of us from Colts up to different levels and, you know, no matter who you are, I mean, if you're, even if you're not sure, bring, bring whatever you've got, but be, have an open mind, come, come and be willing to work hard. And if you're willing to bring that and learn, you'll have, you'll have positive results. It works really well. Mm -hmm. so, we want to make sure everybody feels loved because we, we want you here. The more people, the better. There's a culture here that is hard to find anywhere else For and sure. it works really well. Yeah. yeah, For sure. yeah it's, there's something, something cool <laughs> about it. It's pretty neat. Really fun to watch the support of all the participants together, you know, and that was something that came up quite a bit was in this environment, everyone cheers each other on. Everyone wants yeah. to see starters, participants, mules succeed. Heck yeah. 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 If your uh, mule's a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. If your mule's a loser. Takes one to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said that to me like a lot. You know, Nathan takes one to know. I honestly wish I had your voice to go through my head every time I call my mule an idiot or something. Like that. It just takes, takes one to know one. Like, oh, oh, it'll be there now, Billy. Yeah. You're, you're ready. No, I call oh. it out myself too. I can, I, mean, I call mule ding dongs all the time. Like, yeah. oh, what a ding dong, you know. I do things all the time. What is Cupcake saying to me right now? Because yep. when I'm frustrated, you know, she's got to be frustrated too. Oh, man, yeah, it just happens. So <laughs> I want to know, I'll ask you a question. Who is your favorite mule of all time? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know oh, Bud yeah. is a favorite. I've got to follow up to that. So. Well, but Bud, Bud he was my... He taught you a lot. He was yeah. an important time He was my life. pal, and he, he's he's got to be right up there top top three well he was named after one of your favorite people yeah he's named after uh, uh you know somebody that was a mentor to me growing up my uncle bud mitchell um you know incredible man raised great quarter horses i only wish he was alive now now that i'm an adult and i could actually ask him adult questions mm -hmm. about bloodlines and he raised cow horses and reining horses it was his thing and he had so much knowledge uh gosh i wish i could go back Oh, I wish I had that time now with him, you know, really miss him. Uh, so, yeah, that's that, that meal was named after him. And um, so, yeah, Bud's right up there. I don't know. Riata is probably my favorite because she. She's like yours. She is my mule. And she is the first one I've ever been able to take from a, a weanling. I won Riata. She was a prize to, a, to me in, in 2015. Uh, but she's a weanling then. So I've had her from a weanling all the way up till now. She's seven years old. I got her in the two rain. So I've taken her through the groundwork process, colt starting process, snaffle bit process, hackamore, and we're in the two rain almost to the bridle. In fact, I probably could just put her in the bridle because I've pretty much reached my capacity to teach her at this point. Like it's just refining now. I, I don't know that I can, I don't know how much better I can make her per, you know, but she's, she's pretty cool. So, Riata, but I, I have a little cult. Uh, a lot of people, you guys all know Hannah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Hannah. And <laughs> Hannah is so sweet. We all love Hannah. Yes. Hannah is my little three-year-old, and she is one of the most one of the most sensitive mules. 
I've ever ridden. Not to I mean, she's not perfect. She's not like a great rain or anything. She, but she's very sensitive in in her feel, and and uh, I think I'm gonna get her pretty darn cool. She's gonna be pretty cool someday. So I like Hannah a lot too. And those are my top three for sure. Yeah. For sure, Hannah, Riata, and Bud. Um, I feel like Bud was like the teacher. Bud taught all things. Yeah, he taught so much. He said all these other mules can enjoy their lives. Yes. And Riata is getting you know. all the benefits, and then Hannah even more so. Yeah, Hannah's gonna be better than Riata for sure. Um, as far as the handle goes. Riata's just my pal. Like Riata is she tunes into me so so much. If you guys want to know how I feel about like um it's interesting when you watch somebody ride up, you know, one thing I don't like is when somebody rides it real close to me, you'll always see me side pass away yield away, back away. But Riata has gotten the hang of this all these years. And you'll see somebody getting close. And you can tell when that person has met the bubble. Because Riata's like, no, no, no. <laughs> get out. She looks at him. That's why I'm thinking. It's thinking like, don't get so close. Mostly because I'm scared because I've been kicked so many times. Some people come up to ask me a question and they want to get real <laughs> close. And the mule turns around and pops me. <laughs> it's just like, okay, oh, oh, just stay there. Easy. <laughs> so anyways, Riata just tunes into that. Also, she just tunes into when I, what I want her to do. I can just look at, I can, the other day when I kind of got after you and, uh, and uh, uh, Sadie, you know, um, you know, how Sadie, Sadie uh, I'm talking to Bentley right now. Um, Sadie kept the colt he started kept getting hung up at one spot in the round pen and it was annoying me uh so i was just gonna put a little pressure on the mule um i forgot to relay that to bentley i said it i told you in my head i didn't tell you with my mouth um so i i just you know when bentley kind of got hung up right there i just kind of looked hard and pushed and my mule just bam just turned hard and it caught Bentley and say, what, why surprise? And Bentley's like looking like. They both had the same thing. Bentley's we were, like, what are you doing? We were working on rolling the hinds, rolling the front at the time. And he had been kind of aiding us with that and kind of pushing back and forth. So I'm like, okay, you want us to go this way. Now you want us to go this way. And I, we were jumping on our haunches pretty much back and forth in this one spot. And he was the whole time like he was trying to get us out of that spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, that was my lack of communication. I'm sorry I told you, but I just didn't. Bentley, I just remember seeing Bentley's face looking at you like, what? What are you doing? What are you supposed to be doing right now? Like, I'm trying home? to get your steak and meal out of the corner here. It's stuck. But yeah, but so Rihanna tunes into that stuff pretty good. Yeah, she's definitely with you. What was your question along with that? Name? Oh, you talk favorite mules. How about favorite? <laughs> uh, Let's go oh, with, since there's four of us here, top three favorite <gasps> clinic participants. <laughs> <laughs> just, just top three. Wow. No pressure, but you know. So it needs to be us three since you asked. Yeah. <laughs> why, why would it be any one of us? No, no, seriously, though, you shared a quote. Um, you talked, talked about, I think it was Tom Dorrance had talked about his, his students, and he talked about one. I think you shared a quote from one of his students who he had said was the best horseman um, that he ever got to teach, he ever got to work with. And then he, he talked about, uh, you know, Ray Hunt as one of his best students, but I don't remember the guy's name, but is there is there anybody that you've got to work with? I mean, nobody have hurt feelings. It's There's okay. No pressure, Ty. Nobody no no have hurt feelings. But, but truly, somebody who, who you've got to work with, who you've seen, you know, I'm sure it comes down to, you know, to grit and hard work and all those things, but has also got to 
reflect on you and, and in what you're doing, you got to see some of the results of what you're doing in a big way. You know, somebody who's been able to excel at following this style of horsemanship hmm. or mulemanship. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa <laughs> for dang sure, uh, right here. I'm not just saying that because she's here. Right. I see the way she's looking at you. No, no, Lisa has Lisa has worked hard. You know, the only thing that would make it better if Lisa was out there teaching it too. Oh, geez, no. You know what I mean, though. If if she, you know, if this stuff's all meant to be shared, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. I'd have to think a little harder. I mean, there's some great students all over the place. Um, we have. You could, a, you'd have to pick one from each clinic. Yeah, I'd have to pick. It, there'd be multiples. You know that. Uh, you know, Lisa's brought together tons of great people. Great people. You know, Megan's brought together a lot of good people. Um, I got a. I got a, a host on the east. Uh, in the East Coast, um, Connie Price, that um, is a hardworking, I mean, th this is her life. She works to do this, to do this mulemanship. That's why she has a job. That's awesome. Is so she can work on mulemanship. Like, and you could ask her, she'd tell you that. She's like, oh, yeah, I have a job, so I pay for my meals. Like, that's it. You I mean, know? her email is two damn good meals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so Connie Price is... Hey, Connie. Yeah. Woohoo, we love so you. She, and she puts together a group of people that just work really, really hard. And and I could probably go through that little that little East Coast clip that comes and works together. I could, I could go go to each one of them on their own, and they, they'd do it. Um, you know, fit that. There's people... There's a little group in Oregon that works super hard. Same people come every year, you know, Deb Bennett up there, you know, and her, her crew um, worked really hard. Uh, you know, there's people all over. John Sklarski. Um, I've had him on the podcast. Yeah. He's up in Minnesota. I got to meet John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can rock, you know, yep. and John, John does share it. He's, he's a trainer and does writing lessons with people. And, uh, and little mini Saturday like get-togethers, and and uh, John shares it, and he he's a great student. But there's just people I could there's people all over that just have their little groups and work so hard to 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 do a good job. Um, you know, it's all it's all over the place. Another That's one really that hard. comes to mind is Janet. She's always working hard, yeah. checking in. Yeah, up in Idaho. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Wyoming technically. Yeah, Janet. She's there's so there, there's a lot of people. Lot. I don't know. I can't narrow that down. Ask you again in ten years. Ask me in ten years. You, you know, because you know, <clears throat> and at this point in my life, too, is, is, is most of these people um, are learning for themselves, not necessarily to go on and teach it and share it as well. There's a few, uh, so it's kind of hard to put that together. I don't know. Tough to answer that. You know, then I got the, the the intern coming up. Yeah, hopefully Bentley. Uh, no, seriously, Bentley's a dang good hand. Right? Yeah, this Absolutely. kid is. This kid's good. Um, you guys, Bentley's good. Uh, and if you have a daughter, it's about 14, 15 <laughs> in a few years. This is the nicest young man. I mean, my gosh, people need to start raising men like Bentley. Good, Absolutely. that work hard. You know, we need more young men that can work around yeah. mules and do this. He's stuff. been here doing an intern. <laughs> Doing an internship for three weeks now. Worked dang hard. Helped me out. Good Christian boy. Yep. I mean, you can't ask for, can't better, ask for better. You know, great I, I, roper. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Teach me a thing or two. Go rope some kids at church. I'd like to see how <laughs> Bentley turns out. How Bentley turns out here in another, you know, what's he going to be like when he's my age right there? I mean, oh, he's he's going to sure. be way better than I am at well, this age. He'll be said, running circles around you. Yeah, I've said before that watching Bentley ride reminds me of watching Ty when he was younger. Like, you're just so good. You're so, like, fluid and quiet, and there's just this, like, flow with you and the mule. And you're learning all the stuff so much earlier than Ty. Oh, yeah, man. You know? you're, you're so ahead of the game. You're so blessed. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, if I could go back and learn all this stuff when I was 15, the world, the mule world would be uh, just such, I mean, it's such a better yeah. place. Well, it's the really cool to think about yes. all the all the stuff that you're learning. Like, it's really cool to think about how it will bleed out into all these different lives. I you hope know? it does. Yeah. You know, like teaching Bentley and already how many people he's teaching, or how many mules he's you know making better, and mm-hmm. you know, and then everybody here telling their friends. And I know you guys talk about people that you ride with and you've shared, oh, yeah. and you know that, and some that you wish would. Come to clinics. It's self-preservation for us. <laughs> right. Right. It's just it's we only... want to ride with safety. Come ride with us. <laughs> yes. Please. Anyway, it's pretty cool. What else you got for me? You got a few few minutes left here. I have you got anything you're not else? gonna answer like the top three favorites. So. <laughs> He's still waiting. <laughs> <like, laughs> okay, it's you just Nathan. 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 It's really not what I was going for, but no, you'd have to ponder on that one if you really had to pick favorites. No, you really don't. If you had to do, if you had to maybe do like, one from each state. Yeah, yeah. If you had to oh, pick. Oh, dang. Never mind. For, Me and Lisa's <laughs> in the same state. Oh. <laughs> Lisa's yeah. from Arizona. Arizona. Lisa's Arizona. from Arizona and Colorado. Colorado. Lori is. I think so. you're safe. <laughs> so I have a question. Yep. I want to know where you see yourself in like 10 years. 20 years. Like, I'd, like, I'd like to know also. Like, <laughs> this guy's like, please. Me to ask yeah. question. <laughs> Since we don't ever have any plans, can we? <laughs> the day-to-day is hard. It is. Yeah, I don't, is I don't know where I see myself as doing much different. I, I hope I can. I'm still doing the same thing. So you're still going to keep helping us and doing clinics yeah. all over the yeah, country? That, that's and... my uh, – uh, a lot of people ask me, and it, it's kind of funny. Me and Sky talk about this. People ask me all the time, like, so how long are you gonna keep doing this? Like it's a job a at McDonald's. Way. Yeah. No, again, nothing against McDonald's. I like their Coke. <laughs> uh, but but they Coca Cola. But, but you know, like if, if, if you know, like a young kid working, if like Bentley got a job at McDonald's, it'd be normal. No. No. <laughs> but it'd be, it would be a big deal, right? It'd be a kid. You know, kids work there through high school. They make money. They flip burgers over the summer, and that's what they do to make money. And but you know, nobody expects them to be working at McDonald's for their entire career, you know? So this, how long are you going to do this? Oh, I'm saving money. That's what they'd answer. People ask me about the clinics all like that, all, all the time. Like, so how long are you going to keep, you going to keep doing this? And I'm like, well, hopefully till I die, like hopefully it's my career. Like this is what I want to do. So I see myself doing the same thing. I would love to. You guys are all. We're here at my house right now, my new house, um, my new place here. I'm trying to build this up. I'd love to do clinics here all summer. I love it here in the summer. So I'd love to be here most of the summer and then travel spring and fall for the most part and keep keep helping people. Keep doing the same thing. I mean, this is. I just love it. 
So that's good. We're we just talked for, for all of us. Can we just talk about what happened under the door? What happened under the door? Somebody <laughs> stuck a candy bar under the door. I think they want s'mores. Yeah, it's a hint. <laughs> the Hershey's like... bar just came sliding. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to have to have a word. Oh, oh, another one. A word from our sponsor, Hershey's and Coca-Cola. They're ready for their s'mores <laughs> party. <laughs> so, no, I think oh, I yeah, think that's great go. to hear that you're still going to keep doing clinics. And it's just been fun to watch you evolve as a clinician. Lisa and I talk about this yeah. all the time, you know, and even just you know, your materials, you know, going from DVDs to now online and podcasts. And so that's been amazing. And it just makes it more and more convenient for yeah. everybody else to just trying to continue keep learning. So we'll see what technology and what things come out in the future. You know, we've, uh, we've evolved a lot. You know, I do virtual clinics, mm -hmm. you know, and all these, uh, you know, and private virtual clinics and I mean, all kinds of stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know where the world will take us in the future, you know, with all that kind of stuff. I love being on the road. I would love to teleport like... you to me when I have trouble. <laughs> and I, you when you're trying to harness your inner tie. Somebody work patient. on that. Somebody will figure it out. But I mean, I, I love being on the road. I love going and, and helping people. And um, I really, really enjoy it. Um, Sky really enjoys what we've done this week being here. Going yeah. into her home at night. I like being on the road. I like doing. I like being here too. I mean, I took you guys up on the mountain today. Uh, just beautiful, right? Just so nice. Um, but I, but I really like being on the road. Well, I have to say, er, this uh, spring, Ty actually flew to a handful of clinics, just on his own. And then when he got back, we went to one just here in Utah. I was only three hours away, and I had a greater appreciation for being on the road because I had a good break from it, and it just was nice, you know. That just that what's different on the road versus being here at home. And so I do have a, a greater appreciation for traveling than I did before. Cause I, I'm definitely a homebody, but mm -hmm. there are some, some good uh, pluses to life on the road. Yep. Well, you guys, uh, we either need to wrap it up. Or we're going to have to start another segment here. Well, wrap it up? the s'mores over here are uh, the bars controlling. Candy. The girls are all running to the candy bar, so I guess well, we you've had your up. you've had your chance to ask me questions. There's three minutes left. Is there any last thing? What's your favorite color that came up in the question? <laughs> blue. <laughs> no, actually, my favorite color to look at is green, but I wear blue. <laughs> Where's blue the most? I if, wear blue the most. White, I like blue. If you had a word of advice for all of us out there working to train our mules and to make our mules better or a philosophy, a quote, something that we could, you could leave this on, what would that be? Uh, well, I've said it a bunch this week, but um, help them be successful. Like, help your mule uh, be the best that they can be. Uh, that doesn't mean your meal has to be as good as, as Megan's or Megan's has to be as good as Nathan's or whatever. Help your meal be the best that they can be. And you'd be pretty happy with that. So strive for that. You know, I think that's a, that's what I just have to say. Thank you. Okay. Good work. Thank you. Work. Thanks Ty. Yeah. Thanks for, um, thanks for the, this is Nathan's idea. And then these ladies and, Bentley, they jumped right on it. So it's kind of fun. We'll see what people think. Yeah. So, people might want Nathan uh, to take over now. Yeah, they might. He's going to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, as always, uh, leave a review if you uh, are on Apple Podcasts. 
right? I was going to say that. Oh, Let go, him go say ahead. it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. You got it. If you wouldn't mind doing us a favor, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> 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 I can't like even get it out now. And God bless. And we'll see you down the road. We'll see you down the road. That's right. <laughs> uh, say stay okay, frosty. guys. Hey, thanks for doing this. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right. I need to thank my friend, Mr. Ben Lewis at Roman Home. Mr. Ben has designed a really awesome tent. It's a cross between a wall tent and a range teepee. It's built to take tough weather, high winds. Craftsmanship is amazing. And it's made right here in the USA, right here in Utah, USA. And uh, right now, Ben has a special going on. You can save 500 bucks and uh, go to romanhome.com roman spelled r-o-a-m-i-n romanhome.com and uh, tell Ben hello tell him Ty sent you